Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Tonight on the show, um, I have a good old friend of mine. Um, I haven't seen her in a while, and um, she has a beautiful voice. She's a wonderful voice. Uh, her name is Raven Morozek. She's a singer-songwriter. Um, she, uh, you do the open mic at Up and Under a little bit. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, <laughs> yes. Not uh, for a while, but hopefully we'll do it again. <laughs> you have a couple, uh, I know that you're uh, sitting on a couple, um, like, uh, projects you're uh, getting involved in right mm -hmm. now, um, which we can get into at some point. But, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, how are you today? Good, good. Yeah, what'd you do today? I worked. You I worked did. all day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I came here, so. Oh, oh wow. Here I am. Wow. <laughs> Well, man, from one grind to another, am I right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Keeps me busy. <laughs> yeah, what do you, well, we have a little beer uh, we can uh, share and uh, bond over because it's been a while since we've done that. It's been way too long. really has been. Um, yeah, uh, what is work for you now? I work at Shortino's Bakery. Okay. Um, off of Brady. Fun. So, yeah. Way too much bread. It's oh. good. It's good, but it's dangerous because it's good bread, so I want to eat it all the time. I was going to say, like, I uh, <laughs> can't have too much bread. I mean, like, I, man, I consume so many fucking carbs, whether it's pasta, bread, or just chips, you know, snacks. <laughs> I I live on carbs. It's, it's, it's what powers me, but I haven't actually been there before. I'll have to check it out. You have to. Really, really good cookies. Cookies, okay. And cream puffs. Oh, so. cream puffs! <laughs> wow, well now we're talking. Great. Um, well, that that sounds great. Um, so, Raven, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through the compassionate and creative minds. Um, so, um, you know, we've we've known each other for a long time since about sophomore year of college, UWM. Uh, first time we ever met was at a frat party. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a frat party. Um, yeah, you saved my butt there. Oh, yeah, I try. Um, there are, uh, yeah, there's some weirdos uh, that were there that night. But we, we kind of bonded over uh, just, uh, you know, a good conversation, coffee, um, good music. We would spin records a lot um, on... We'd sit in my room and listen to Fleet Foxes and Boney Bear and yeah. that kind of stuff. We haven't done that in a long time. We still need to do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, needless to say, uh, we go we go back to the casual days. But now life has taken off, and uh, it's been a very surreal and confusing time. But I'm lucky to have seen you perform at uh, the Art Slam that we did at the Jazz Gallery in River West uh, for J3 Studios last year. Um, you did a, like, uh, I think it was like a four song set, uh, just you, your voice, and your guitar. Um, yeah, that was my first time seeing you sing and perform. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess to start, I want to ask you about how you started finding music as an outlet for yourself. Yeah, so growing up, um, my mom loved loved music, and the person that I considered to be my dad is a fingerstyle guitarist. So he was around all the time and kind of 
kind of fell in love with the idea of guitar and music and writing from, mm -hmm. from that, from there. And then I got really bored after school one day in middle school. I didn't know what to do with myself. So I found my mom's old guitar Yeah. and I looked up a YouTube video for Hey There Delilah. Oh wow. <laughs> Cause oh you gotta God. start somewhere. Um, Shout out the point white tees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I started, I started playing then and mm -hmm. then I kind of just slowly got into like writing and I absolutely fell in love with it. So. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Still right, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. So yeah, what were like some like early manifestations of like what you would write about? Early manifestations. Um. Well, there was your like middle school love song. That was right. probably the first yeah. one, and it was really corny. And I still play every once in a while just because I love it because it's it really called? corny. Um, it's called "What You Mean to Me." What you um, mean to me? <laughs> nice. So it's one of those ones. Um, sure. but then I started writing about uh. Um, some experiences I was having in high school, um, like kind of getting bullied and things like that, and um, started writing more about uh, my mom being a really strong influence on my life and being like the only like she was she's my only parent, so um, kind of kept going through there. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then how has that transcended to like what you would say like is inspiring you now? like when you're writing songs and stuff. Yeah, so now I've kind of transitioned into the phase of like writing about um, where, so I wrote about like those situations and those um, factors, but then now it's about, you know, now that I've grown up, now that I'm, you know, graduated and an adult, like what, what is, what is me now? You know, mm -hmm. how, what did I learn from these experiences? Um, so like uh, at the art slam, I played a song that I wrote <clears throat> about my mom. That was a very recent song that I wrote, probably a few weeks before the art slam. And she was there. And right? she was there for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was more so about like you know, well you know through through her and all these experiences, it was like she taught me how to be a woman and how to be proud mm -hmm. to be a woman, um, and how to you know fight and be strong and continue to be proud of what I do and supportive of everybody else mm -hmm. and how to stay on my two feet even when it gets really difficult. Yeah. So, kind of, yeah. Sure. Describe the first time you ever like uh, played music in front of uh, a crowd. Um, first time I played in front of like a crowd. So, outside of my, my house yes. <laughs> and my family, yeah. um, I was at, I was in choir in, in high school. And some uh, kids knew that I could sing, um, or that I did like play music. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was approached by my cl my class asking if I could, hey, could you play um, at a benefit, you know, show at this pizzeria up the street? It's mm -hmm. literally just a night where the high schoolers take over um, the restaurant, and we're just we're gonna become the servers. Everything. What was the pizzeria so called? Mazaluna. Brookfield, right? Brookfield, yeah. Brookfield, man. <laughs> Shout out Milwaukee suburbs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was like, sure, why not? So I popped in there, and it was just like a couple of kids from like school that was there, and like their parents. Mm -hmm. So that's the first time I actually played like out in front of people, like out of public space. Yeah. Um, which was fun, and that turned into like a consistent like every week, every other week. Really. Gig through the actual restaurant, which was. A really really good experience and it was really fun so oh, wow so like you wouldn't say like you dealt with too much stage fright or anything like did you feel like you went into it with pretty good confidence yeah because it was it was just 
it started as like just for the fun of it. Like, yeah. Uh, some of my peers, like my mom's gonna be right there. Like yeah. it's a small place. It's gonna be, you know, it's all right. She's gonna be like, you did so good, <laughs> honey. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, my dad figure, his name's Tom Robinson. He's a fingerstyle guitarist. Word. Um, I asked him if he could come too, and so he picked up his guitar. And he's like, oh, let's just let's have fun. So we kind of just jammed out, like no worries, yeah, and it's a good time. So yeah, we kind of went sure. from there then. So you started playing at the Up, as they call it, the Up and Under Pub. The up and Under Pub. Yes, yeah. uh, right <laughs> on Brady Street. Um, the open mic is very famous there. Um, it's been going on for since like the '90s, I want to say. Um, a long time. Yeah, very long time. <laughs> My mom used to go. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a so long time. That, yeah. That's some real <laughs> shit. So, and it's. And it's clearly aged very well. It's just as popular, and like um, it's uh, it's experiencing like high volumes of people that just love going on Monday nights to experience. And there's well, some amazing artists yeah. there, and really like a good community there too. Everybody's so supportive of each other. Yeah, which is really really. The first nice. time I went to it, it was actually um, <laughs> there's a guy who apparently is like a regular of it uh, that goes by the name Bro Bro. Um, he's like, uh, he's like, like he's from, I think the deep South, like New Orleans or something. And, uh, I heard like, he like comes to the up and under w with just his guitar and no case or anything. Even if it's like the bitter cold, just his guitar is on his back every time. And he would come in with like a Starbucks cup full of whiskey that he poured himself. <laughs> like, um... And uh, I was like, I don't know, this dude, bro, bro. I just, shout out to Tyler Stefanski. Um, he's the host of the Up and Under Open Mic. Um, good friend of High Five Studio. But um, yeah, so I guess like, how did uh, you doing like those performances like at the pizzeria? Like, how did how did you say like uh, that transcended to doing you know sort of like a more like. Uh, a more prestigious venue such as Up and Under where like it's known for its music and its performances and stuff like you know. Yeah. Well it was a the first time was super stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified because I walked in there thinking like Oh, um, you know, so I found out there was open mics that went on there. So I went to check it out one day and it seemed amazing. Like it was a lot of good response from everybody and everyone. Everybody was super mm -hmm. supportive. Like everything was really great. And so I brought my guitar with me and I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this. And so, super nervous because yeah. I was used to playing at like a pizzeria and then I play at, you know, um, like it's just small, like little yeah. things like that. Like Intimate really, things that are just very lighthearted. Yeah, and, you know, not really yeah. like in front of like, um, where people are like actively like up front, like right there with you, you know. Yeah. So it was a really different right. like feeling. So I was really nervous the first time. To make it even better, got on stage with my guitar and my string broke. And so oh, great. And so I'm like, I'm like, crap. Like, okay, so maybe not today. Whew, got out of that one, right? And then somebody came running up on stage, like, no, it's okay, you can use mine. I'm like, okay, okay. sure. So I guess I didn't get out of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're, you but, sign up for this shit. You're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so I was shaking the whole time because it was something kind of different. Um, Aside from like, I played some other open mics before at like this old bar called Nick's House. Okay. Um, but it was like the same band was there every week and mm. like I became friends with all of them and it was super small and like intimate and never got busy. Like mm. 
So this was different because there's a lot of people there. Yeah. Um, but I got a really good response from it. And after like playing like one song and getting through the nerves of it, um, I realized that like, oh, this is this is great. Like this is okay and this is a blast and everybody's yeah. having fun with me too, mm -hmm. um, which was really important, which I was nervous about like people not having fun. Um, and so when I finished, it was like a breath of fresh air and I'm like, I did that. Like yeah. I did that and it was okay. Like this is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you should be proud of yourself. You yeah. Know? Like, and so it, I want to keep going with it. Yeah. So yeah. So you started doing it more regularly and stuff. Yeah, so I did it really regularly for quite a while. It was like a year while I was there every week. Um, Whoa. What was like the biggest, I mean, not necessarily even at the up and under, like uh, like what would you say has been like, you know, the biggest turnout you've performed in front of? Ooh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I played at a music in the park in Brookfield. Okay. Which there was... You know, not like a ton, a ton of people sitting watching, but it was such a big space and the music was kind of like in like these speakers all over the place. So it's like, it wasn't just, you know, the, the crowd that was there watching. It was, mm -hmm. there was everybody else that was like kind of passing by and that was enjoying like the festival and the music in the park thing that was kind of like standing and listening also, which made it seem even bigger. Yeah. So that's probably... Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No. <laughs> like, not in, like, a, a bar setting, but, like, that was, like, an outside, like, yeah. setting that was nice. a lot bigger. So. Yeah, sure. So, I, I feel you on, like, the, um, sort of, like, that initial stage fright of playing, like, or of, you know, presenting what you do, like, in front of, like, you know, all these people. Because, like, yeah. I remember, like, even um, when I would, like... I was like hosting, cause like those jazz gallery events that we did for J3, like I was hosting those. I curated and like booked the talent for those. Like, so those, we did a film festival, uh, the jazz gallery, uh, like two months before we did the art slam. And uh, I remember having to like introduce each piece and each gas or each like, uh, you know, person showcasing their film and everything and like I just remember like wasn't even like that big of a crowd it's like maybe 30 people but I was like my heart was racing like I was just so like I was stuttering I was just so like nervous for something it's just like I'm afraid of like misrepresenting like this piece of art I'm afraid of like just looking like a scrub I'm afraid of just like being very disorganized but kind of like once like once I have like, you know, I've like introduced the guest and like allowing them to sort of take it from there, like that's what kind of made me feel a lot more comfortable. Like I was just, you know, afraid that I was gonna look like I didn't know what I was doing. But kind of like once you do that first, I remember feeling like that first like uh, guest I had that I introduced after that, it's pretty smooth beyond that. Like, it's always just, like, it's always getting started. That's always, like, the most nerve-wracking piece. Um, like, because I guess, like, you want to, you want to make a good impression. Is like, and people kind of look to, like, your first, uh, like, your, your first, like, your, kind of, like, your intro as sort of, like, the determining factor of whether or not, like, you know, you're going to make the impression that you know what you're doing or not. But really, yeah, like once you get started and once you do like the 
like the first song in your case or the first guest in my case, like it's a lot more fluid after that. And it kind of just becomes like, okay, like that went pretty well. Now, like I can kind of see what I can do with this. Yeah. Yeah. I know like usually for like, it used to be way worse. Now it's just like a little bit like kind of itchy nerves. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like breathe. It's fine. But, um, when I first like started like my stage fight was awful mm-hmm. like the first song like I'd be like shaking and like my voice would be quivering yeah yeah oh my gosh right. um but then like I gradually started to understand I'm like okay it's fine so like if I look at my guitar then like I go into this zone of it's like just like it's like it's just me it's just my guitar it's mm-hmm. nothing different than I do at home like yeah there's nobody else around me it's fun it's just me mm-hmm. and then after I like get really comfortable into the flow of like okay it's me and my guitar I'm okay and then I look up I'm like okay so now there's other people here too, and that's okay too. So like, I can feel like it's okay in my space, and then it's like now yeah. it's everybody's space, and now it's gonna just be a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. How does so, a smile in the crowd make you feel? So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a smile. <laughs> it makes me feel like, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's a great feeling, and then it, it's just like I'm so happy that it puts like that. Turn, gives me more energy in my music mm-hmm. because it's like they're digging it like they're digging it so let's dig this together yeah. you know which brings yeah. me more energy makes me more comfortable and kind of just goes from there yeah yeah no it's true like it's sm- in the same way like i guess the equivalent of uh uh, posting a podcast video for me would be a like, <laughs> you know, like a like is like uh, a kid like to is your a, smile. it's a smile <laughs> and it's like you know, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, thank you for your validation. Um, Just a pat on the back. Yes, exactly. Right. So, Tell me a little bit about, like, uh, some of the songs you're sitting on right now. Um, songs that, you know, you're, that are, you could record if you, like, you know, were ready to. Yeah, so I have been, uh, um, so I've been writing for, for a few years but I've never recorded any music. They just kind of like stack them all up and like I have them in like this book, mm-hmm. but I haven't done anything with them. I just know them myself. And then I play them when I go out and that's about as far as I've gotten, gotten, gotten yeah. with them. Yeah. There we go. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I have a lot of ideas and things I want to do. So, um, I have, I have enough, um, where I've like a couple years ago, I was like, Oh, I should do an EP. I have enough solid stuff where mm-hmm. I can do an EP. And then, like, about a year, a year ago, I was like, well, I have enough for an album. So maybe I should do an album. Yeah, it's always kind of like and, the, it's something that a lot of artists yeah. struggle with is like what format to release material yeah. under first. And, and now I'm like, well, I have all this music. And so, but like, I felt myself grow as a musician. So now I kind of want to go back and like rework the songs into like more so of how I've transitioned myself as a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I would really, really like to in the next like year um, get them down, like to put them out there, record them. I think they've just like been scared to share them Yeah. outside of like a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are usually the songs that get the best response yeah. when I perform, and those are the ones that I'm most comfortable playing. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd really like to share them. Yeah. So I think that's that's the next big project for me would be to to pick out at least a few, um, a few and add things and record them and just put them out there and see what happens. 
from right. Viewpoint, so. Well, you are in a studio right now. I am in a studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always kind of like that, um, sort of like that artist's, um, you know, instinct to decide what to put out and what not to. Um, like, so I know you said you like, you know, wrote song about your mom and everything and how she's inspired you to be a strong woman like what are some other you know songs that you have written like you know that's relevant to you right now in in terms of your songwriting yeah um so that one is probably the most like prominent one right now mm -hmm. um and so i'm starting to work on writing some other um music about you know now like moving out um like doing this on my own now and now um you know, other people in my life that are, have become like a, a important part in recent like years that aren't, weren't there from the beginning. Um, kind of like want to write more about that. And then some of the other stuff that like before that would be, you know, that are still like prominent. Um, is like, like I have this song called, um, we're just the hunted, which I wrote, um, a few years back. Um, and it was about, you know, feeling like, you know, a rabbit. And like everybody is like following you and they're hunting you like a bunch of foxes which i feel yeah. like is prominent in everyday life because it doesn't talk just about myself as a musician but it also talks about other people it talks about politics it talks about relationships it talks mm -hmm. about all these other things so i still feel like that's a prominent kind of like conversation that i want to continue to yeah. have um but it all kind of just bleeds together i guess yeah, sure 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 yeah, so like kind of feeling like, you know, the world is like constantly like putting us at odds, sort of. Yeah, at odds. But then you take a look at those odds and it's like, okay, let's find another way around this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, what, what is it that I can do mm -hmm. um, to, you know, help that and to put myself at ease about it or to help put others at ease about it or to begin these conversations about these things. Mm -hmm. So like. Yeah. Somebody approached me and asked me to do some vocals for them, for one of their records. Um, and so I did, and it was really fun. Um, okay. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And that was kind of why I was at that cusp of like figuring myself out in the mm -hmm. musician. So it was really interesting to like transition and like go from um, my music and then like jump into somebody else's music world and work with them about their vision. And yeah. Be able to support their vision right, yeah. um, which was really fun and so uh his name is jeff rodine okay um and so his, his music is on amazon i believe um but or spotify it's on spotify okay. he, you know he was really fun to work with um so uh, yeah it was so was that your first time like uh like a you know big studio and everything or had you been um, before I've, that was my first time, like, actually, like, going to a studio and, like, it meaning something, like, being something that's going to be... Going with intent. Yes. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I've gone, like, I've known some people that, you know, wanted to, that were going to school for music, they're like, hey, I, like, heard you put a song, I would like to record it, and then, like, just have fun with it, I'm like, okay, so that was, you know, which, it's, it's more experience being in the studio and, like, working with other people, which was really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, so... But as far as like going with an intent and a purpose and being like, okay, and for another musician, like this is gonna be recorded, this is gonna be put out there, so let's work together and let's figure this out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. well, good for you. I, I think that I think you should uh, book some studio time and, and record some of your songs because you do have a great voice. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, you know, I I think that 
you know, it's, you know, I mean, obviously, like, wait until you're ready for it. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's all part of trusting the process, and it's like, you know, you picked up the guitar for a reason, and, you know, you go to these open mics for a reason and everything. Yeah. You know all these things, but, you know, it, it yeah, it would be really, like, awesome to see how, you know, like, you know, bringing art, for, bring what you do to something that people can like you know relate to and also return to i mean i'm sure like that has like emmons impact on you know your own self-determination and everything yeah, yeah. Fun. i'm excited and, and i really I'm, I'm ready for for it it's just a matter of like now i just gotta put that time aside and i gotta i gotta just do it yeah so which i'm going to yeah so, <laughs> tell, so tell me about uh what uh i know that you're kind of sitting on um, some uh, project possibilities right now. Like what's kind of your yeah. goals with that? So I have a lot of projects that I'm sitting on right now. So um, aside from like wanting to spend more time with my own music and like, um, cause I spent a lot of time with it before and then I kind of put it on pause for, for a little past like um, maybe like half a year mm -hmm. just because it was like school and then graduating like I, a lot of other things I congrats by on. the way thank you yeah <laughs> um, but now it's like okay and I still picked at it but now I'm ready to like really like jump back into it and, yeah um, so on top of that um, I've been working really you know focusing on like with my uh, uh, for other music wise um, there's a, another band called Onyx Cohen okay. um, and so I was asked on as another singer as a part of Onyx Cohen. Um, and it's a group of, they're really great guys. They're, they're a lot, a lot of fun. Um, you can find them on Facebook. I know that there's some recording opportunities um, through them that kind of on the air that we're talking about and we're practicing as a band um, and hopefully like working towards some more shows. Like I know there's a show coming up on, on September 6th. Okay. Um, and so, and some other possibilities up there so mm -hmm. that'll give me more chance to like perform out with other people which i i love to play with other people yeah, yeah. um as well so that's a big project that i'm that i'm on right now um another project is um visuals like art that collaborate with music um it was my big senior thesis for um for college that i graduated with and so i really want to jump back like dive into that and like mm -hmm. try and put it to use and turn it into like yeah. an application or just create more visuals and see what i could possibly do with it yeah. so basically like what i studied and made a um a thesis out of was um being able to plug my guitar into my computer and then directly taking like my live play performing and turning it into a computer generated graphic sure. which could be projected behind whoever's performing mm -hmm. um which turned out really, really cool for the senior showcase. Um, I got a big theater space where I could actually project it behind oh, wow, whoever cool. was performing, and it looked really cool. And I had a blast with it, and people had fun playing with it too. Yeah. Um, so I'd really like to be able to, um, like, study that more, mm -hmm. like, put more time aside in my life, at least like once a week, to just sit and pick at it more and see like how I can actually grow that, so it can possibly be used in like an actual you know, performance setting yeah. as opposed to a, a senior thesis. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you're not doing it for a grade. Yeah, so it's like, it can actually be a tool. Yeah, of um, course. It's gonna take a lot of work, mm -hmm. but it's yeah. really fun. So it's just gotta push it a little further now, yeah. so. Just like that. 
push it. Push it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, right, yeah. a little further. Yeah. Um, because it's something that I, I could see myself using as a, a solo artist, uh, but I could also see it being used um, by bands and plugging in more instruments. But mm -hmm. now it's just a point of like, okay, so I can, I've got one instrument in there. So how can I put two? Yeah. Or three? Yeah. And then not make my computer crash. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. So it's kind of got, got to go from there. Yeah, but no, absolutely. It's a big project. Like yeah. It's a fun project. Cool. So, We'll see. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Um, <laughs> and um, so I think that visuals and music go very powerfully together. Like, just how, like, you know, like, visual, like, it, it's kind of like, kind of, it's cool just, you know, sort of how our brain reads it and everything. Yeah. But, like, just how, like, you know, like, how like auditory stimulation and visual stimulation like they both in distinct ways kind of like you know trigger different uh you know memories and feelings and emotions in the brain but when they're paired together it can be like you know very profound um so i i think that it would be really cool for you to like sort of you know experiment with how that can be a medium for you to bring your creativity to the next level. Yeah, and um, I like I, I like being able to because like you said, like everybody associates music with something like visual, like even in their brain yeah. or externally or anything like that. Even if but it's like colors, colors, lights, lights, yeah, anything like that. Um, but like a lot of times, like I think of it as like you see a lot of like graphics that go on behind like bands now too. Like it's a the visual aspect is a very very important thing in today's music world. Um, or like it, you see you see a lot of like modern music like musicians use some form of light, some form of um, some form of visual show, yeah, color, anything yeah. like that. So then I think of like well what there needs to be room for error because mm -hmm. no musician's perfect. Yeah. Um, and every musician interprets their music differently. Like I know when I perform my music, like I interpret it differently every time. Yeah. Like it means the same thing, but sometimes it's like based on the crowd that I'm around or who I'm with. It's like okay, the setting. It's when should I breathe mm -hmm. for a second? Like when should I slow it down? When should I go back? You yeah. know, yeah. or continue it? You know, mm -hmm. you know maybe this instrumental needs to be a little bit longer because people are feeling it right now. So having something like like this art project that I want to work on more, having it react to live music, it gives artists breathing room, it gives mm -hmm. musicians breathing room, so they can do what they'd like and it's going to react live, based mm -hmm. on error, based on decision, based on feeling, based on motive, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, oh, hell yeah, well, uh, I power to you for uh, bringing that to fruition and everything, so that sounds dope, so. Hopefully, hope it works out. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, how much time do you devote to music a day? A day? Not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been super busy lately with a lot of things that, like, I wish I had more time for. So the now damn bakery, busy. man. <sighs> Fucking bakery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it there. I love it there. But, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm moving recently and graduating and yeah. looking for jobs. I just haven't had as much time right, as yeah. I'd like to. But yeah. um, ultimately, like, you know, I wake up every morning and I want to listen to music. Every night I got to listen to something. You mm -hmm. know, matter whether or not I'm researching music for like my next steps forward or my inspirations, or if I'm listening to music, it's, it's 
some part of my life. I don't necessarily pick up my guitar and play every day or I don't go to band practice every day or anything like that. But, you know, ultimately once a week I touch it at least, you know, and mm -hmm. do something, write something, you know, yeah. go somewhere or have a meeting with somebody or anything like Otherwise that. Otherwise be like, you know, moving towards the bigger goal. Yeah. yeah. I at least, I at least put time to think about it mm -hmm. and, you know, think about what my next steps might be. Yeah. Um, so. Totally. Hopefully yeah. now that like I've moved and I'm like, starting to like settle into my life a little bit more it's like okay so now i have my schedule so it's time to like start putting doing what i love to do and making that like the most important thing so sure yeah. hopefully more hopefully yeah a lot yeah. more <laughs> yeah um yeah like uh so yeah i know you you're also a big concert fan um uh you've um you've told me about a number of shows that you you go to and you're like <laughs> you should come oh my god this is happening i remember like uh i do remember specifically uh you saw heart right oh, they're coming back they're coming back <laughs> they're coming back great well um wait where where are they coming they're, <laughs> they're coming back to the pfizer forum oh okay of yeah. course they are <laughs> Like I try a new theater. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I know that you're a big heart fan. Um, oh, that's really fun. But you're also like you know you, you listen to a lot of different music. Yeah. Um, it's, you know you like to go to concerts and everything, and I do too. Um, a lot of people do, obviously. So how does how do you feel like going like the concert experience inspires you as a as an artist? Yeah. So as an artist, like it's a big visual thing for me. Um, like I want to see. You know, heart was a blast. You know, and like so, their their set was very minimal, mm -hmm. um, which was great. You know, and it was all about the music and the relationship between these musicians. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then also seeing how they they act on stage mm -hmm. is is another thing, and seeing how how the way that they act, how that you know relationship like kind of gives off towards the two musicians, and how it allows you as an audience member to like yeah. connect with them as well. Um, but it also shows me like things that maybe to stray away from a little bit too. So like, um, much love to this guy. I saw Amos Lee perform, okay. and probably one of the best concerts I've ever seen. He is amazing. Like the way he talks about his music is so punctual. Mm -hmm. um, it's r really quite amazing. And then you hear the stories, and he builds this relationship with the audience and with his band, and he supports every member of his band, and it's wonderful. And his visual graphics are absolutely amazing. But where I saw the concert, the visual graphics were also so bright Oh yeah. for the sure. space that it was in that it made it very, very hard sometimes to focus because it was so, so intense. Um, so, and then I saw another artist, uh, Ray Lamentain, who also... Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. He's, yeah, he's dope. Yeah. yeah. Love him too. Yeah. And, but the way that he had his stage set up, it was literally him, a bass player. They had beautiful rugs underneath them and very light light and that was it super super minimal and it was really beautiful because it was about the music mm -hmm. purely 100 percent yeah you know so there's it helps it gets me to take give and take things you yeah. know as i'm performing and see what works what doesn't work for yeah. me as a musician and a listener as well so mm -hmm. yeah that's does important that yeah it, it does <laughs> it does i mean like um yeah i i'm also i'm always like kind of like intrigued by how artists 
you know, bring their sound to, you know, visual component to a live setting. And, um, you know, some artists like incorporate strong visual elements, yeah. whether it's like a lot, a striking light display or, um, you know, graphics slash like tapes in the background, or they just have like a really, you know, eccentric way of interacting with the yeah. crowd and like talking to the crowd and stuff like that. Uh, how, how they bring their personality to a, to their artistry, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and that goes through, that goes from film and music to photography to oh, yeah. people that dance to poets to like, Personality is is a very very it's, key point of, of creative process. It's very important, and like it, and like like you said, it goes across every medium, um, and it's a good way. It's feel like it's really important for any artist to like go see other artists, whether they're giving talks or whether they're yeah. performing or mm -hmm. anything else, because you know you can learn so much. Like I feel like I've learned the most on how to interact and how to. Um, present like what I do and present myself through going to these you know talks or these shows or these yeah. kinds of things because I can pick and choose and see what works what doesn't work yeah. like I went to an artist talk for I don't I don't remember who the artist was um, but you know this artist like talked about their artwork um, but didn't really seem to you know, he, he went through the motions of speaking about it. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to like people asking questions and trying to converse, you know, with him and he was like, sorry, what'd you say? Like, I wasn't paying attention, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know, you got to have a love for your art too. Yeah. You have to love it as much as you want other people to love it. And you know, the way that you, you know, act about your work or react to people about your work is really, it says a lot about, yeah. you know, how we should feel as, you know, the audience towards your pieces, mm -hmm. whether it's music, film, yeah. you know, photo, anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. So what intimidates you about you know entering the music industry, but what also like inspires and excites you? Um, the biggest thing that intimidates me is like, what if people don't like me? That's a really big factor, but that's a big factor like anything in my life, yeah. though. And I know that's a big thing for everybody. And you know, and it gives me um, really bad anxiety sometimes. Which, you know, it's not a fun feeling, but it's something that I know, like, okay, it's it's you know, that's not the worst in the world. Like, so what? What? What's somebody to say? I don't like it. Right. It's at the not, end of the day, it's yeah, either it's for like, somebody or it isn't. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I writing this music and performing this music it's a way for me to sp speak um and communicate and talk about how you know i am actually feeling and you can talk about these these uh these events and be okay with it and mm -hmm. in a way that you know people could understand maybe um in a way that like i can say it better than like actually like talking yeah um and so it's okay if somebody doesn't like yeah. You know, right. somebody else might. You yes. Know? It's not yeah. the end of the world if somebody says no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but what excites me the most about it is, you know, I, I can share something that's so important that I truly believe in with other people. Like, I believe in it so much. Like, 
my hope is that somebody else believes in it as much as I can. Um, whether it be for the same reason that I believe in it or whether they believe it for another reason, something that is important to them as a, you know, an individual. And then, you know, the music industry, like, collaboration is so much fun. Like, I love yeah. collaborating with people. Like, it's the best part. Like, that is when I have the most fun is when I can collaborate with other humans, yeah. whether it be, like, audience to musician like that is so much fun when you guys can come together right? yeah, yeah. and then like having other performers that like believe in the same thing you guys have the same like wanted the same thing to happen being able to perform with them or even just like be like hey let's just jam for a while like it is so much fun so much fun yeah so i'm really excited about that good so <laughs> well i think you're pretty likable and i think that uh you have a lot of just heart and a lot of uh, humility and a lot of conviction when it comes to what you like to write about and what you like to present to, you know, different kinds of people. So I think that will take you far. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's close out. All right, Raven. Um, well, we had fun, didn't we? We did. Good. Yeah, that was a great talk. Uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Mainly the cars driving past, but you know. Yeah. Man, <laughs> um. I used okay. On that note, I used to live by the fire station, um, like on the east side. Yeah. I used to live by like right by that fucking fire station, and those sirens were awful, and they would happen at any time of the night. Yeah, I get the people off of Brady like hello. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I try not to let anything get in my way for sleep, but, uh, no. you know, worry's always there. Yeah. But everyone's got their worries. Yes. It's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll sleep tomorrow. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I haven't heard that answer. Maybe I'll just sleep tomorrow, you know? <laughs> um, what puts you to sleep, though? What puts me to sleep, um, knowing that I did something, that, you know, it was okay. I listen to my favorite music. Yeah. Um, heart. Right? Heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a great time. Man, shout out um, Heart. <laughs> right? Maybe playing some Super Smash Brothers. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know, everyone has their uh, their outlets. So thank you for being on the show. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Oh.